Now, yesterday on the Pro 123 show, we were talking about the ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting. And I was intrigued by how intermittent fasting might work for you on a daily basis. And if so, that, you know, can you fit it into your normal day and can you do anything? And as I mentioned, I do bump into people and, uh, and I actually did bump into somebody who lives by it. And she's indeed my next guest. Let me welcome Lynn Rabsaman, um, who, as I said earlier, is a chartered financial analyst. But in her leisure time, she's a pretty sharp Thai boxer, ballerina, skier and an intermittent dieter. And believe me, she looks fantastic for it. And we are live on Facebook as well. Good afternoon to you, Lynn. Good afternoon, Sadia. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Now, um, before we even go on the diet side of things, I'm just, I'm so impressed. I'm thinking, I was just saying to you when the record was like, right, okay, so you do Thai boxing, you are, you play the piano, you do ballet, you know, you're, you do ballet. My goodness, how do you fit it all into your career as a financial analyst as well? Well, I'd say it's really all about prioritization and making things a habit during your day. Uh-huh. So when I'm trying to balance my, my life, you know, I I think work is, is very important to me, but so is uh, sports and what I do uh, on a regular basis. Um, but I have to probably tune it down a bit because I, I do Thai boxing, I do ballet, but this, mm-hmm. I, I only do it like once or twice a week. Okay, well, that's um, good enough. My so, goodness, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really all the regular exercise that I do. I'm still impressed. I'm still utterly impressed by that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, you know, it's, it's really about making things that are important to you uh, become a habit and the habits are really powerful. Yeah. If you think about what we do on a daily basis, like, um, you know, we have to sleep, we have to eat and we mm. have to drink. Mm. But there are things that could become very unpleasant if we don't do them, like mm-hmm. brushing your teeth or shower. Mm-hmm. And uh, automatically, you would obviously uh, allocate some time during the day for these things. Right. And as you're brushing your teeth every day, um, the, the way that I do it, I'm just allocating fixed slots. So it's just time management, isn't it? It's, it's just about making sure that you put it, slot in those important things during the day or during the week for you. And it is about you, isn't it? So, so I mean, the whole diet area, is that something that has been part of your life? Say, you know, because we all grow up with it in a way. We get the sudden pressure when our teens that, oh, we should look like this or we should look like that. Is that something, is that how it started for you? Not at all. Now, the fun fact is that I didn't realize that I was doing a form of intermittent fasting until... Well, that, you know, I read somewhere about it on the internet and, mm-hmm. uh, and some of my friends told me about it and that they do it. And then suddenly I realized, hey, you know, I've been doing this certainly for longer than this term has been mm-hmm. on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like Miles yesterday, you know, he, um, he talked about, uh, three meals a day being a relic from the Victorian era. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I really like that term. Mm-hmm. Um, and he promoted eat when you're hungry kind of yeah. approach. Yeah. Um, in a, and I also don't doubt his assessment about breakfast being you know, very important to stabilize your blood sugar and, and, and so on. But I'm just not a morning person. And yeah. you, you, I, you skip your breakfast. I skip my breakfast. It's very that. much to the chagrin of my mother. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. She, she wasn't very happy about it. But I skip breakfast. And my first snack I would have around 10 o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. we would have dinner around 8 in the evening uh, or finish dinner around 8 in the evening. So Gosh. I automatically had a 14-hour window of fasting. Um, but you Most weren't snacking or eating anything in between that, because I suppose that's the kind of major risk, isn't it? Where if you have an early breakfast and then 
you know, you've got some time before you're going to eat again. That's that temptation of snacking bits and pieces. I do snack, uh, yes. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the things about um, about diets or whatever you want to call it, uh, or it, the way how you live um, uh, eating and, and, and drinking is, is, is about, you know, you can, you can spruce out once here and there. Mm -hmm. And that's also, you know, one of the strategies how you can keep it longer term. Yeah. Because uh, if you are... you can't just, deny yourself completely. Yes, that's the problem. Yes, your life, exactly. I yes. mean, the whole quality of your life, that's the problem with dieting. When people take it on, they, they have a real vengeance. They think, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But the thing is that if you deny yourself some of the things that you enjoy, you're obviously going to crave them. And then your life, you know, quality of your life falls drastically, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I really think you have to make exceptions, but you have to keep exceptions to what they are, mm -hmm. rare occasions, yeah, sure. <laughs> obviously not the rule. And um, it's, it's okay to, to, to splurge out once in a while, uh, as long as you keep the principle you know, attached to, to mm -hmm. what you do. So um, I, I guess, you know, most of the days I would, I would do the intermittent fasting. Um, and uh, So for, for somebody who is not familiar with that term in terms of intermittent fasting, because obviously we talked about it yesterday, describe it. Exactly what does it mean in terms of hours and, and, and food? What is it? Tell me about your day, how it works for you. So as I understand it, intermittent fasting is you only eat during a certain time window during the day. Okay. And um, well, there's two advantages of, of that kind of diet. You know, you could uh, you could do it eight hours, or 10 hours. So in my case, it's probably more than 10 hours than eight hours. Okay. Um, and I hear that, you know, uh, 12 hours is probably the minimum we should do. Okay. Now, there's two advantages of that. I think um, one advantage is you can eat whatever you like within that window. I was going to ask you. Yes. Now, that, that is good. I like to hear that. <laughs> and the second thing is um, by limiting the time that you eat, you probably automatically eat less, mm -hmm. right? But there's a fun fact, you know, even if that's not the case, uh, it still seems to be beneficial. Now, there has been uh, a recent study done by the University of Graz in Austria, mm -hmm. and they tested two groups of rats. So they fed one group of rats with um, uh, high fat cheese mm -hmm. um, constantly during the day. Mm -hmm. And the other group um, got the same amount and the same cheese, but they only got it during 12 hours within the day. Okay. And uh, they had 12 hours where they didn't get any food at all. And so the first group got fat and sick, okay. and the second group stayed lean and healthy. Right. Uh, that's it's very interesting results, right? So they believe that the reason lies in what they coined as, uh, they called it autophagy, mm -hmm. um, which is a self-cleansing mechanism of the cell, which is triggered after fasting. Okay. Um, so that's very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of more science that has mm. to be done around this. Yeah, there this, seems but. to be, um, there seems to be quite a, uh, you know, a reasonable amount of research that's been done on this whole intermittent fasting. Because if you think about the other diets that are around, there's the, the two and five thing where, say, two days in the week you try and fast and then five days you're having a normal time. But in those two days you then are not eating anything at all, really, apart from just at set times, you know, and that's it. So the whole, there seems to be a, a certain thing about fasting which is going to be beneficial, one way or the other, even if it's detoxing yourself as well, isn't it? I guess, well, it's very individual what works for some people and what doesn't work for others. I think, um, but certainly, you know, giving your body some time to recover mm -hmm. um, is, is certainly, you know, one of the things that could trigger mm -hmm. some health benefits. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter if you do five or two, or if you do 16 and eight sure. hours, or if you do 10 and 14, sure. as long as you sort of have that period of 
uh, rest or, or fasting in between. Okay. So what are you doing on, on the other side of it in terms of when you are eating? Are you being sort of conscious of the types of stuff that you're eating on at either end? Not at all, no. I, I love, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the persons who can say I eat everything. Okay. Uh, I, okay. I don't uh, exclude any groups of uh, nutrition in my diet. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, as long as it's it's not, uh, you know, weird stuff like <laughs> living octopus or <laughs> oh, right. something okay. like that. Uh, I, I would, I would even that I, I, I tried, but uh, I, I really, I really eat everything. All um, right. I try everything at least. So, um, so yeah, things like the, the kind of heavy carbs or, you know, you can have your pizza, you can have French fries or something. You can have sort of stuff. Yeah, just general yeah absolutely. Stuff. Okay. I, I do eat all okay. of these things, although not every day. Uh, so, so how long have you been doing that? You said that you, you actually probably started it a long time ago because you ended up doing it quite at a young age where you were just automatically doing that. So this has certainly worked for you in terms of keeping the weight off. Yeah, well, I guess it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm obviously not a nutritionist uh, as Miles, but I, I guess um, it's just a very simple approach. Mm. And because mm. it's simple, uh, I guess, you know, it's easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other hand, if I look at, you know, all the other diets that are out there. Yeah. Um, yeah some some so are, I'm, you know, <laughs> as a financial professional, the, the first question I always yeah. ask myself is, are there any money interests uh, <laughs> behind exactly. that? Um, so you know the recent movie, uh, I got a little bit annoyed by that. Um, uh, it's called The Game Changers, yes. and um, you know they, they are basically um, promoting f- plant-based diets on uh, very few anecdotal <laughs> examples, yeah. which are hardly scientific. And the closer look reveals that all the filmmakers have money interest in the plant-based industry, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's fine. You know, it's uh, I'm, I'm not judging that. But what bothers me is really they um, they claim in that well they accuse the meat industry in the film that they are manipulative and money-driven, and on the other side, they do not disclose themselves yeah, <laughs> that yeah. they have own financial interest in the plant-based uh, industry. Uh, so this is always the first red flag that... Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of head. movements at the moment. I think things are being shaken quite a lot. There's a lot of disruption going on in terms of new things that are happening at the moment, right? So so the whole plant-based thing is very much active. Um, and, you know, people are looking into... You know, obviously people are becoming vegans, people are flexitarians, where they decided to opt for a bit of meat as well. So there are just so many different type preferences of food available to us now and different choices that people are making. So the money factor probably does come into it without a doubt that, you know, if somebody wants to get a new book out or they want to have packaged food for people, then, you know, you've got your you've got your target audience right there, haven't you? So... Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, you just have to keep, keep a little bit of a critical mind. Yes, uh, yes. And just question, you know, is it really healthy or is it just something where somebody wants to make a buck out of? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, with any kind of diet, um, you know, some, some of the advice that I've given some of my friends how to follow through is, um, you know, first of all, uh, there's some commonalities about people who... Um, who never struggle with weight or health problems. And one commonality that they share is uh, they only eat until they're full. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one thing that we've been taught when we yeah. grew up is uh, it's, it's just to eat up, not waste food. And I, I totally support that principle. Um, but from a weight maintenance perspective, it might be sensible to sometimes uh, do dabao or, you know, just, just to do just doggy bag. If you order too much, you know, just, yeah. uh, just, just leave it. And um, well, uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, don't go crazy over um, 
over dieting or exercising. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I never followed the it's intermittent moderation, fasting religion. isn't it? Whether it's food or, or exercise, it's about moderation. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think it's it's really about also don't make yourself crazy over these things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, don't don't follow something Obsessive, religiously, yeah. obsessively. Yeah. Don't stand on the scale every day when you start a new yeah. diet, for example. Yeah, that is, a, that is a kind of temptation that people have. I know sometimes I've sort of done that and then you get totally disillusioned because you stand <laughs> on the scale and you should actually do it first thing in the morning. Morning. But but if you do it every day, frankly, you don't actually lose the weight as such. It's just about toning up too, isn't it? It's like yes, you know. exactly. So I think if you're in for the long term, yeah. um, weighing yourself once a week is more than enough. Yes. and especially when you're starting a diet, uh, the first thing that you lose is water. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will lose weight in the beginning very fast, but then you probably get frustrated because you <laughs> just see the weight start yeah. to fluctuate. Yeah. Um, so you're not really losing fat in the beginning. Um, so I guess, you know, a full body scale that measures body fat and body muscles and water uh, is more useful to see what you're effectively losing over the long term. Mm-hmm. And personally, my benchmark is actually a pair of pants that yeah, I had I in my 20s I, and I kept them. Exactly. <laughs> that is true because I have a skirt. I have a pencil skirt, which every so often I think, OK, let's just try this. All right. OK. <laughs> but it's true. The clothes, I think, are a good indicator yeah. as to how you what your body is looking like, not the scales not the scales exactly yeah good but then um to what extent now you see now i've been brought up now you know south asian here i am and i've been brought up in the uk and body size is different in the uk well when you come to hong kong you see all these wonderful looking women with such they're so slim so you know a lot of it perhaps has to do with the fact that their metabolism is different and their body structure is different so you know when you do that you do feel certain pressure and you think oh my goodness i want to look like that but there's no way i can look like that because it's just not me it's not what i'm made of in terms of genetics (laughs) so i mean that is that is something that perhaps some people are gifted with isn't it well uh, for sure the genetic factor is is there um you know it's obviously we don't know how much that makes Mm -hmm. uh makes up the whole package but um one misconception that a lot of people have, and I always have to laugh a bit, is, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, I dance, as, as you mentioned, that I do ballet. And a lot of people think that, well, um, if I do ballet, you know, I'm going to get a dancer's body. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's not the case. You know, I'm, I'm far away of having a, a typical dancer's body, but mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy doing that sports. Mm-hmm. But I never expected to look like a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the, the point is, um, ballet dancers look like ballet dancers because uh, they have the genes in the first place mm-hmm. so they can become very good mm-hmm. in that sports it's the same with swimmers you know mm-hmm. you, you, have, you swim with shoulders or whatever it's not that you're getting those by swimming but it's but you've had those, those people those in there yes they've got they, they the gift become, <laughs> exactly they just uh, become better because uh, they have the body for it yeah and that's why you have olympic swimmers who look like olympic swimmers yeah, yeah. Um, but you will never look like an olympic swimmer yourself if you don't have those genes, yeah, you know, yeah. you can struggle as much as you want. <laughs> it just no, doesn't happen. No, sort of going back to the diet, the one, uh, on, the only one thing that I find difficult about this, and I have kind of done it every so often, is that when you are sort of eating at these times, like breakfast is okay if you're going to eat at like eight o'clock in the morning or whatever, but come the evening, like if you manage to have your main meal, say within that eight hours, uh, to eat our things about three, four o'clock, whatever. Then suddenly the whole social angle changes because then if you're going out in the evening and it's normal to go out for an evening meal and things like that, then you really can't eat. Obviously, you can make an exception 
every so often. Um, fine, but is that something that is a is something that you need to consider? You kind of weigh it up a little bit. Well, I I don't have that problem because I skip breakfast, so I always have dinner, which is very important to me because it's an important ritual for mm. me to have mm. dinner with my family yeah, or yeah, with yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so okay, so you can you, shift the eight hours. The eight I, hours. I guess you can. Yeah. 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 Um, and and um, for, for me, it's, it's never been uh, a topic because because I, I would go out with friends uh, at night and mm -hmm. and still you know eat until ten o'clock or whatever. I, I, as you said, you know, just mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to make exceptions mm -hmm. as, as long as they're an exception, not the rule. Mm -hmm. um, and I could imagine that somebody who is a breakfast eater and has to stop at four o'clock in the afternoon that might be yeah, a because bit more I difficult. Could, with my for instance my husband my husband and I we ha will have breakfast together mm -hmm. and then obviously in the evening my six seven o'clock we'll have a meal but then now I'm thinking I should do this and I should just get my meal done by four o'clock right <laughs> um, but then I suppose the only thing we can do is that he can have lunch we can all we can sort of almost have a heavy lunch and then just have tea and stuff right, in the evening right. so mm -hmm. so I mean that you can probably work around that if people want to try it what do you think in terms of how how long do you see sort of results? How long do you reckon you need to do the intermittent fasting to actually see some results from it? Because oh, um, I mean, you do it all yeah. the time anyway, so you don't <laughs> no, know. For me, do you? I reckon, it's, you know, it's hard to say. Probably uh, about a week or so. What uh, do you reckon? A week is probably not enough. Yeah. As I as I said, you know, whenever you start a diet, the first thing you lose is probably water. Mm -hmm. So you'll probably see your weight drop in, in the first couple of uh, days or, or weeks. Um, but to make it really sustainable, you know, don't think in weeks or even in months, think in years. Mm -hmm. And if you think that it's you cannot sustain it. It's going to be part of your it, lifestyle. Yes, it? it has to be part of your lifestyle. And, and you know, if you think from the beginning, oh, this, is, this sounds like an awfully long time, mm -hmm. then you're probably very likely to yo-yo um, yeah. and that's probably not the right way to go mm -hmm. um, so if you are deciding for for some kind of a diet uh, and you want want to make it long-term and sustainable it has to become your lifestyle mm -hmm. otherwise you know it's going to be very hard and have you sustain. sort of you you were talking about your friends and family and things like that like have you chatted to somebody about this and then seen that they've they've adopted and then made a difference to them yes in fact uh, i did talk to uh, one of my friends um who has lost a lot of weight and you know a lot of respect for her for that mm -hmm. but then um afterwards you know she struggled very much to keep her weight right. and um, so she tried any kind of fat diets yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and at some point I, I just uh, said you know why don't you try intermittent fasting and um, and then I told her you know I, I think I have done this actually all my life without actually knowing it yeah and uh, then she started doing it and it seems like you know that's uh, that's a diet that works very well for her so far well I think it's probably something that works well for you too because I mean like because of the fact that you're out if people are out there working you know long hours and stuff then this probably fits in quite well with the whole makeup of that work schedule as well doesn't it um yes and no I, I guess you know sometimes it's hard to work around your meeting hours and um as uh Miles said yesterday you know that myth of three meals a day kind of thing um you know you, you have your breakfast morning hours and then you have your lunch hour and obviously you go home and have dinner mm -hmm. uh, these kind of things it's sometimes not always easy uh to really eat when you're hungry mm -hmm. and uh and, and you know having your eight or ten hours slot during the day so it again it comes boils down to time management and, and a little bit of organization <laughs> i think you said it all in terms of eat when you're hungry because the number of us who um it's a kind 
an important thing, isn't it? Where you, and especially, I think, the most lethal part of it is when you're sitting in front of the TV yes. and you've got a good film on, right? <laughs> and then you just you just kind of look around and think, well, no, I need to have something to sort of munch on or whatever. <laughs> and I think that is, that is the most dangerous part of it, to just be snacking like that. And it's pretty high-calorie stuff, unless you can get things That's like right. sunflower seeds or something like that, yeah. which just keep you busy. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the trick here is, is not to keep those things yes. in your home. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, I have my husband keeps a lot of stuff yeah. <laughs> that, that he likes, but fortunately, I don't like what yeah. he likes. So, uh, so he, uh, it's uh, all for him. So right. when, when he snacks, I just go like, ah, oh, no, that's you know, it's stuff that I don't like. So th that helps a lot. Okay. So now we've, we've got about a minute or so left. Just tell me now, kickboxing, <laughs> you, you do all this kind of Thai boxing. Um, how long have you done that now? Um, about five or six years. Okay. Yeah. And is it a difficult thing? to do is it something that it's, it doesn't get out all your pent-up sort of stress and stuff from the day does it i don't think it's difficult it's much more like a fitness kind of thing and okay. you really use every corner of your body uh -huh. for that and, and are there lots of like. ladies doing it yes yeah. lots of girls yes and yeah. in hong kong yeah. it's reasonably popular is yes it? it is very popular and uh, i think it's a it's a very good sport um if you don't like endurance sport that much uh -huh. but you're more into the coordination kind of sports and the aesthetics so right. um yeah that, that works well, well i must well admit me. if you go to the facebook page um we are live on facebook we're just about finished now i'm going over to the two o'clock news soon but uh, if you look at the facebook page there are some photographs of uh, lynn doing her thai boxing and her ballet so do look at sati osmani on radio 3 rthk lynn i'd like to thank you very much for coming in today thank it's you very super, much Sadia. and i'm going to start this intermittent fasting and i will tell you all about it thank awesome. you very much yes, for coming thanks for having